Hey, y'all. Y'all forgive us for being a little tiny bit late. Nothing technologically will work this morning. So the Lord must gonna have a good word for us. <laughs> Do me a favor, start sharing the video. I'm going to give it a chance for everybody to come in, for it to send notifications. I don't know what was up this morning. The laptop wouldn't work. Software wouldn't work. The lights wouldn't come on. Like, this is crazy. So I've been here, but I don't know. Something was going on this morning. But I'm thankful that God is always with us. And no matter the circumstance of the situation, he knows how to fix it. So my job always is to remain. Like, just remain calm. You can't do anything about it anyway. What was up this morning? Laptop strange, everything. But guess what? It's still a really good day. Thank y'all for sharing. It's still a really good day. We talked about that yesterday, keeping our eyes on. Woo! Come on, Holy Spirit, I hear you. Keeping our eyes on the prize or keeping our eyes on what matters most, right? making sure we focus on what matters most and not what matters least. Oh my God. If we take our eyes off the prize, then guess what happens? Our stories turn out a little bit different and God has already written our story. We just have to follow the great big plan. Ooh, can you put that in your notes this morning? I got to follow. Hey, y'all. Get your, get your, get your child. Can y'all put that up this morning? I got to follow the plan. Like I got to follow the plan. I've got to follow the plan. God has a plan for me. Woo, come on. I got to follow the plan. I can't make nothing up. Um, I don't need to make nothing up. What I need to do is follow the plan that God has for me. And even if someone plans and means evil towards us, guess what's going to happen? God is going to flip that around and mean it for our good. Woo, come on. My God, even if it's evil that we run into, God is going to mean it for our good. So how do I understand the plan. We've been talking about Joshua. We've been talking about being crossed over. Even when Moses was in a position where God is trying to use him, he does not feel worthy enough to um, be used. He doesn't understand why God wants to use him. But Moses had been really set up since birth. Psalms 139 and 16 signifies how important we are to God that he had wrote books and plans about us. We are not just here haphazardly. You are not just here because your parents uh, hooked up or got together. That is not why you are here. You are here because God drew woo, my God drew you out of him. You are born of God. Come on, y'all. And so how do we follow the plan for our life? What we need to do is we need to seek God. Woo! Matthew 6 and 33, when uh, Jesus is dealing with one of the, uh, what I consider to be one of the greatest uh, of our nemesis or the greatest or biggest thing that tries to come against us. He deals with worry. Woo! Come on, y'all. 
Y'all travel with me this morning. Father God, open the eyes of our understanding to the hope of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. This day that we've never seen before, orchestrate something new for us. Orchestrate a miracle, a blessing for those that stand in need. We come boldly before your grace this morning. Let my words be your words. Woo! I yield and surrender. Have your way on this devotional today. Jesus, you are the big brother and the ultimate prize. So help us to come into a greater understanding, Lord God. Let this devotional make more impact of your glory. Let every time it's shared today, Lord God, that someone will come in contact with it that needs it, that someone will be saved today. My God, the doors will be open. Every time it's shared, Lord God, Thank you, Father God, and thank you for blessing the sharer today, those that continue to share. Thank you, Father God, for boldness. Thank you, Father God, uh, for a Christ-like mindset. Thank you, Lord God, for brand new mercies. Thank you for daily loading us with benefits. In Jesus' name, amen. So there's a plan, and in the plan, I hear you, in the plan, the plan of God for us first is to seek him First, so how do I find or invite God into every aspect of my life, right? I'm going to start seeking God. I'm not going to seek things. I'm going to seek God. I told you guys several months ago, it's so important for you to understand your righteousness. It's so under, for you, important for you to understand who God is, how he flows, how he operates. Because if you don't understand your righteousness in Christ Jesus, when, pur when purpose and pain and all of these other things that are really building our character, that are really coming in into our lives to create endurance, we will quit or give up on what God says about us. People are unstable. People will be unstable. That's why it's more important for us to follow God woo, and not follow people. Oh my God. We got to follow God and we cannot follow people. So in Matthew 6 and 33, when Jesus starts combating our uh, nemesis, which is worry, saying to us, look, don't worry, I got you. I'm paraphrasing. Look, back up, don't worry, I got you. Woo! You ought to put that in your notes today. I will not worry, God's got me. Woo! Come on, say that, I will not worry, God's got me. Come on. When it when it when worry and so worry means I'm muddling over something again and again and again and again. Oh my God! It's it's I will not worry. I will not worry. I will not worry. I will not worry. I love somebody just texted me and said no devotional. I'm like yeah, it's on. Yeah. If anybody is friends with Miss Pat Trailer, y'all tag her in the devotional today. She doesn't think we're not on. So I will not worry. God's got me. God's got me. God's got me. I will not worry. God's got me. And Jesus sits in the precedent to tell them it's important because he understands that when I start worrying, I become discouraged and I will not keep my eyes on the prize. I will not operate in this kingdom like mindset to finish the course. My God, I will not worry. God's got me. Woo! This is so important. I will not worry. God's got me. And so yesterday we, we learned and we've learned this again, again, and again, and again. It is so important. I see you. You finna seal this. <laughs> it is so important that our mindset 
is one that holds on to what's true. Oh, come on. What's lovely, what's of good report. Come on. Because when we hold on to anything else, we're more likely to either make something up and start trusting in ourselves or we're more like, which is leaning into our own understanding. We quote Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 all the time, but we don't understand the power of what's happening. When the, when the, when the wise one says, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not into your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. God has a direction. Come on, y'all repeat after me. We're going to be strong in this world tomorrow. God has a direction for me. Put that in my notes. God has a direction for me. I'm not out here aimless. I'm not out here without purpose. I'm not out here without an assignment. God has a direction for me. And I just need to tap into the clarity that only he can bring. And the only reason I'm the only way I'm going to be able to tap. But see, because here's where it works. Um, Hebrews 1 talks about the great hall of faith, faith, right? And it tells you all of these amazing people. If you've never spent time, read that Hebrews chapter. It's either 1 or 11, somewhere in there. He's, he talks about the great hall of faith, right? And he gives you a record of all these great things that these people do. But one of the key things that is connected to them is they have grasped an understanding without faith it's impossible to please God. You are not going to be able to please God without first having faith in Jesus Christ, which once you have faith in Jesus Christ, you get the you get the impartation of the Holy Spirit without having faith, faith of Jesus Christ. And then once you have faith in Jesus Christ, we live a lifestyle that's faith. We live a lifestyle not trusting in our own directions for our life, but we live a lifestyle and when we trust in God's directions for our life. God has a direction for your life. Your first responsibility, accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Your second responsibility is understanding my righteousness. Who does God say I am? Woo! Come on, write that. Who does God say? Not who, you're going to seal this thing. This is why it's important for us to follow God and not man. Who does God say I am? Because if I spend time following man, and man can be fickle. If I spend time following man, and then one day man trips out on me, right? One day man um, gets mad at me. One day man gets upset with me. Uh, uh, if the man is my parent who doesn't really know the functionality of who God is, and they don't understand their righteousness, come on, y'all, then I will be in a position where I have let or allowed man to determine how this thing will go. That That's why you are to be no more committed to a relationship woo, with Jesus than you are to anybody else. You are not, even when they were following my Joshua or following Moses, who they were really following was they were following God. So we have to know who God says that I am. I've got to understand somewhere so that I don't find myself. Um, it's okay liking. It's okay um, being in circles. But popular culture right now, woo, my God is to follow a person 
more than it is to follow God. A popular culture right now is to follow. We be so connected to people that we miss God. My God, we be so connected to people. We 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 have let people have so so much say, and I don't care. We are we have we have so sealed in relationships with people who can be gone tomorrow. And it's good to appreciate leaders. Hebrews 13, 7 tells us that. But when the appreciation or the relationship with a person creates a deeper association with them, right? When you're more worried about the person than you are worried about God. Oh, my God. My God. When you're more worried about the person than you're worried about God. Your affections are misplaced. Oh, come on. Time to say in this thing this morning. Your affections are misplaced. When you're more worried about what a person thinks or how a person feels over God, then your affections are misplaced. We are not baptized in the name of a church. We are not baptized in the name of a pastor. We are not baptized in the name of our husband. We are not baptized in the name of our friends. We are baptized in the name of Jesus. And we are baptized in the name of Jesus. That is who we are following. That is who we are tied to. If the Israelites have had thought that the vision or the plan ended at Moses, come on, y'all. They would have never followed Joshua. I'm going to give you some this morning. Woo! I am not to follow man. I am not. To, man should not have precedent over what God has said about me. Man should not have governance over how I feel, what I do. Man does not approve or sign off on my call. We have made a mistake by by getting even in circles i wrote a post the other day about master exits we have made a mistake about a mistake about getting in circles and being tied in to people who will draw us further away from the plan of god because we are so hungry and thirsty for relationships and when you have had broken relationships for some of your life and then you come into some sort of fellowship it is so easy to get trapped into the fellowship and stray away from the things of God. We are to follow God, not man. I'm going to give you this. So this is Joshua. Joshua is preparing the people. Joshua commanded the officers. He says, go through the camp, tell the people, get provisions ready for yourselves. He's giving them the instructions of the three days. And Joshua said to the Reubenites, the Gadites, half the tribe of Manasseh, remember what Moses, the Lord's servant, commanded you when he said, the Lord your God will give you rest and he will give you this land. And he tells them about your wives. He tells them, he says, but your best soldiers must cross over until the Lord gives your brothers rest. The land the Lord your God is going to give you, right? And he keeps putting emphasis on the Lord. And then they answered. This is the 16th verse of Joshua. First Joshua. But it's the first Joshua, 60 verse. He said, they answer, everything you have commanded us to do, we will do. And everywhere you send us, we will go. We will obey you just as we obey Moses in everything. But he says, certainly the Lord your God will be with you. He says, and he goes, anyone who rebels against your order or does not obey about your words will be put to death. 
They were not disobeying his orders. If they decided to disobey the orders, they were disobeying the plans of God. We are to follow. Come on, y'all. I'm going to give you some scriptures to back this up. We need to follow. But here's what I know. That is an example. When people are united and mind and thought of Jesus being above everything else, then they will follow God together. Come on. When your people are united in thought, then they will follow God together. It won't be you over there. No. We will follow God together. We are one family in Jesus Christ. Come on now. And the world loves division. Paul was dealing with them. I think 1 Corinthians 1 and 10 and 17 about division in the church and where the division was coming from and how the division was not like God. That is the plan of the enemy when we follow man. When we get in a position and a place and we follow man, then potentially, woo, come on, you got to see this. Then we potentially have ourselves in a position and place to be straight away from what God has called us to do. I wrote something the other day and I said, I said, uh, I said, make sure when you go or you disconnect from a place that you don't you don't try to hoorah and get other people to go with you. If you feel like it's your time, your expiration, you ain't supposed to be in the plan. You don't need to be here anymore. You don't need to be connected anymore. Go in peace. <laughs> but don't try to take nobody else with you when you go. Don't try to rah-rah, hoorah, anybody else. Your dissatisfaction is your dissatisfaction. Your complaints are your complaints. Your offense is your offense. Your issues are your issues. Your issues don't have anybody else. So we have to be careful that. Um, uh, Psalms 118, 8 and 9, it is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. It's better to take refuge in the Lord the Psalms 1889, then to trust in princes. Woo! It is better to take refuge in the Lord. So if we're going to keep our eyes on the prize, one of the things after we've accepted Jesus Christ, after the Holy Spirit, we begin to seek the kingdom. We understand our righteousness. And then we make sure, yep, he's going to give you wisdom in the multitude of councils. Yes, he's going to give you spiritual fathers, mothers, brothers and sisters in the kingdom. He's going to give you all of those things. But y'all's y'all's ability to follow God together. Ooh, come on. It's going to help some of y'all this morning. Y'all ability, Lynette, to follow God together is, is what's going to hold you together in the relationship. Ooh. Matthew 15 and 14, let them alone. They are blind gods. And if the blind lead the blind, both fall into the pit. Sometimes we attach ourselves to people who don't even have the capacity to lead us. And you got to stop making, can I tell you, can I tell you how the Lord had to deal with me? You have to stop marking worldly success or, a, or the success of a person as, as though God may be with them until you are intimately in the details and see the real fruit of a person, 
you may use somebody as a benchmark or I don't know, you may use someone that you feel like could lead you, but the blind leading the blind is only going to lead y'all both to follow, following or falling into the pit. <laughs> y'all got to stop gauging the success of, I talk to people all the time. Can I just be real? I, I talk in confidence who people around them don't even know that their life is falling apart because the, the pieces that they share with them look well put together. But what's really going on behind the scenes doesn't have the fruits and the evidence of God is in it. Does not mean God is with not with them. God is with us in the storm, in the valley, in the messes. But what I'm saying is they start to become the benchmark for our lives when the benchmark for our lives is in the word of God. You cannot afford to let anybody lead you, my God, that is not securely attached to the vine. To be securely attached to a vine. Proverbs 14 and 12. There is a way that seems right to a man, but it, it its end is the way of death. <laughs> its end is the way of death. I don't care what its end is the way of death. Come on now. You got to know this. 1 Corinthians 1, 10 and 13. He says, I appeal to you, brothers, by the name of your Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be united in the same mind and the same judgment. For it has been reported to me by Chloe's people that there is quarreling among you, my brothers. What I mean is each of you says, I follow Paul or I follow Apollos or I follow Cephas and I, and, or I follow Christ. Is Christ divided? Woo! Was Paul crucified for you? Were you baptized in the name of Paul? No, you were not baptized in the name of anybody. Uh, people in your relationships are supposed to leave. Come on, lead back to God. Come on, Julie, you better say it. Lead back to God. Come on now. Lead back to God, not lead you back to them. Anybody that wants you more, any more confident in their advice, woo, in their works, in what they do, they, they got a different type of motive and that will cause vision division Matthew 15 and 19 in vain do they worship me teaching as doctrines the commandments of men Ooh, come on me teaching doctrines that is a commandment of men now I was watching something because the Lord had been dealing with me lately about all the relationship podcasts and he had said to me he said you need to be careful about what, what you're putting in your spirit. Some of this don't have nothing to do with the kingdom of God and how I operate. Some of this just appeals to the soothing of the flesh. <laughs> so yesterday, a pastor I follow wrote the same thing. He said, I am confused by way of what y'all are following in terms of some of these relationship podcasts, because this seems like they are teaching in the doctrine of man 
versus the doctrine of the word of God. What you going to do if, and it's a, it's a prophetic word, but what are you going to do if in truth you are Hosea and God asks you to marry Gomer? But according to the podcast uh, about high value men and high value women and all this other stuff, you'll miss your assignment. I'm just, you'll miss the assignment of God on your life because you're following a commandment of man versus a commandment of God. The spirit of the Lord is there's going to be freedom. not bondage and it's not going to push you in a way for you to look at things a particular particular way galatians come on now you got to think you got to think about things that are popular and are sent in place to feed your ego and to feed your flesh see man will always try to feed your ego and feed your flesh is this the way of god it'll be things that make you feel solid in who you are when really you need to be solid in Christ. Come on, y'all. Galatians 1 and 9, as we've said before, so now I say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one you receive, let him be a curse. Come on, y'all. 2 John 1 and 9, everyone who goes on ahead and does not abide in the teaching of Christ, God does not have God. Whoever abides in the teaching has both the father and the son. So in a in a growth mindset, I have to pause myself and say to myself, who am I really following? What am I really following? What have I attached myself to? Who am I involved with? Who am I allowing to have more to say in my life than anybody else? And this may be keeping my eyes off the prize it 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 will bring you to a space of double-mindedness if you choose pleasing man over god been there been there been there done done it second timothy four and three for the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching but have itching ears they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions People who sign off on your mess. That is not love. That is that is that is not love. That is not love. People who sign off, people who sign off on your mess. And it is easier to be in a crowd of, of, of people following each other. Can I tell you what happens when we in a circle and we following each other? We just gonna keep rounding about in the same circle, not getting absolutely anywhere, anywhere. And this ain't just about preaching either. This is even about advice and wisdom that you get from people who are not connected to the vine, who are not connected to the vine, who will sign off on your flesh, who will not pause you and take you and pull you into a place of sound wisdom and sound counsel. Can I be honest? Because they really want you to be influenced more by them than they do by God. I'm sorry. Sometimes people just 
like to keep you in their pocket or keep you in a, and then if following God has not, can I say this? If following God has not proved to be fruitful to me, I don't want you all in to God. I want, I don't want you all in to God. I don't want you in this position with God. My God, I'm just going to be honest, right? Uh, <laughs> woo, let me give you a couple more. Matthew 15 and 13, he answered, every plant that my heavenly father has not planted will be rooted up. <laughs> Proverbs 3 and 6, we quote it all the time, and all your ways acknowledge him, and he'll make your path straight. No person can make your path straight. That's why I'm always, and this, this, this is a little bit of a heavy message, but we need heaviness sometimes. We need heaviness sometimes because we need something to shake and wake us up. We need to, Lord, open the eyes of my understanding. Show me what am I, am I so committed to this relationship that I'm missing out on where I'm supposed to go next with you? Ooh, come on, Patsy. A form of godliness, but their heart is hard, far from them. Is this relationship pulling me away from you? Is this relationship one that you ought to do a relationship check for every relationship you connected to? Have I let this person be a form of some kind of God in my life? Woo! Or is there balance? Are we together learning and loving and pulling on each other? Woo! Am I married to a place, a position, or a title instead of me following God? Has God asked me to leave a place and I won't go because I'm more concerned about the people then I am concerned about God. And is there someone in my life who they don't even represent anything God would represent, right? And I'm still trying to stay connected to them because it, it feels good, even though their ways are not God ways. And even though the scripture tells me time and time again, uh, bad company corrupts good morals. That's it. That's it. So if we're going to keep your eyes on the prize, one of the things we have to make sure is that the people we are with, <laughs> the people that we are with, the people that we are with, that we don't put them above God. We got to make sure we don't put them above God. We got to make sure nothing we are connected to because, because if we don't, right, if we do, if we don't, if we make, if these other things guide us, then they become what lead us. If these other people guide us, Lord, in the name of Jesus, show us where we are emotionally attached to places, persons, or things, and you're not in the middle of it, or you're not with it, or you don't want us there, or it doesn't honor you, or it doesn't glorify you. Show us the relationships in our lives that don't bring you glory. And Father God, if we have relationships that we are to be connected to, so that we can be like Christ in a purpose person's life. Give us the strength to undo, endure and let us be the thermostats and not the thermometers. Do not allow us to be pulled in emotionally. Let us come by way of truth. Let us come by way you are the light. Let gentleness be evidence 
that you are near. Quicken us. Give us strength to walk out of relationships that, that don't. Give us strength, even if it's a relationship we can't leave. Give us the strength to put the boundaries in place. Father God, so that um, we know and keep you first in all things. Don't even let us be so consumed by purpose or trying to, I don't want my purpose. I want to make sure I'm doing more. No, Lord, let me make sure me and you, our relationship is good. Our relationship is solid. Lord, let teach me how to love you with my whole heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Lord, teach I don't care. Like, check, ask the Lord, even in relationships with your parents, is this a relationship, God, that is not, it's not just, it, it went beyond honor. It, I made my parents my God. Like, I'm afraid. Can I tell you something? Were you afraid to show up in your authentic self around people? Then you probably have allowed that person to be some sort of God in your life. My mama get all me. She know it too. She was rolling her eyes at me the other day. My mama get all me. My mama don't get a me. That ain't no different. Y'all get all of me. The same me you get on a devotional is the same me that shows up everywhere else. It's just who I am, right? And if I can't be me in those spaces because I'm afraid of how you think or how you feel or how you gonna prescribe to me, then in some capacity, if I'm more concerned about you or the relationship with you, more than I am concerned about the relationship with God. And what he said, even, can I tell you something? I'm gonna say this, cause this is, I don't know why, I know why, but I don't know why. Even with people that you are supposed to attach to, that people are not attached to, or places that you are supposed to attach to, and people aren't there, and you want to go like you, the Lord pulled you, I'm just going to use Coffee and Conversations for an example, Lord, connect to LMJ Ministries, connect to Coffee and Conversations, this is the place where you're supposed to be, but because people don't agree with you, because they don't get it or understand it, then you are afraid to show up in the boldness of what you're supposed to be attached to, um, because uh, you're afraid of what the other people around you going to think and feel. You won't even tell them this is the place. They go. It ain't their business. Well, if they a close friend of yours, they should know. If they somebody you good with, they, they should know. Yeah, Vanessa, that's good. We supposed to be having those secret levels. <laughs> ain't supposed to be having that. You got to ask yourself what's going on in this relationship that I can't show up in the fullness of what it is. No, Teresa, you can't go jump through hoops for your parents either. It's unhealthy. So am I following God? Let's just stay and keep our eyes on the prize. Keep our eyes on the prize. Keep our eyes on the prize. Father God, thank you for a word today to remind us that we need to follow you and that we don't need to follow our man. A man. Help us to lean into sound doctrine. Help us to lean more in the Holy Spirit. Help us uh, and trouble what troubles us in Jesus' name. Amen. I love y'all. I love y'all. Shanquita, it's way too much energy to be somebody else. I don't have the energy no more to be all things to all people either. I ain't supposed to be that either. You ain't supposed to be all things to all people either. 
all things to all people. And then you really have to find out who you are in your righteousness. Some of us have, uh, okay, I'll say it. Some of us have characters that we have portrayed for so long. We don't even really know who we are because I didn't find out who I was until I started really finding out who Jesus was. And I had to meditate my righteousness and what it meant to be righteousness. And what, because I had a character that I portrayed and showed up in different spaces. Some of us don't even know the person that we're supposed to be in Christ. We've been characters for so long that we think it's our normal nature. And people who subscribe to it, to us, ascribe to it, um, um, ain't healthy for us either. I love you. God loves you. That was deep this morning. I love you. God loves you. Share the devotional. The Lord places on your heart to partner, to give with this ministry. Come on. We sow where we grow. Um, the y'all, What you do when you give here, you continue to help us get the gospel of Jesus Christ throughout the world, right? So if that's you, I need you to get online today. Go give. Um, cash app us, dollar sign, L-M-J- M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y. We got Feed the Streets coming up in April. Uh, so I want you to be a part of that. Um, we got different things that we do for single moms. I want you to be a part of that. We get feminine hygiene kits throughout the world. I want you to be a part of that. Um, we help um, Flint Global, which has local um, and international projects, um, give um, um, help e with economic resources. Yeah, Vanessa, so where you grow, right? So where you grow. Partner with us. Come in covenant with us. And so a see. My second thing is, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, that's the beginning of your identity. I could not find out who I was until my identity was in Christ. I could not. I thought my identity was in Christ. I could not find out who I was until I really began to understand how God felt about me, what God said, and who Jesus was and what he did on my behalf. And once I did that, then my identity began to come into the fullness of who God called me to be. I was, I was operating, thank you for that, Teresa. I was operating in part. I was operating in part. And in some facets of my life, I was only married to what I was comfortable with or doing what I was comfortable with because I didn't understand who I was. If I had never found out who I was, y'all would never be here with me. I would still be teaching. I would still be on my road to success. But once I found out who I was, I became grounded in the things of God. I went all over the place and I could show up every day and do what God told me to be. If that's you, repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I'm in need of a savior. I'm asking you to come into my heart to take away my sins. I promise to love. <laughs> And follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you sent, if you prayed that prayer, send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. And we're going to send you some resources and some materials. Last day to secure your spot for Pillow Talk. In the morning, we got the prayer call. Um, subscribe to the website. Get on there. Give. All the other things. I'll see y'all next week. I'm so grateful for who you are and what God is doing in your life. Thank you for allowing me to serve you. Um, Lord, bless the giving of your people. Go and be in peace today. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. I love you. But God loves you more than I could ever love you. Do me a favor. 
Go be loved today. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you.